Welcome to Crashing the Net. Andrea Todd and George Manor here with you. Andrea, it was a fun weekend of hockey last week. We had the, uh, the Steelheads from Boise, Idaho. And we had the Grizzlies from Salt Lake City, Utah. It was fun, wasn't it? It was a great game. It was nice to see these two teams come visit our center here in Idaho Falls. Um, kind of a middle point for these two teams. A great exhibition game. It was a wonderful exhibition game and the, uh, the level of play was definitely very high. Let's hope that in a future not too distant from now, we might be able to prove that Idaho Falls can sustain a team such as those two teams that played here. What do you think? I think that is a very real possibility. If anything, this weekend showed me that we are indeed a hockey town in the making. We have enjoyed the Spud Kings here for the last year, and it has been great to see that loyalty develop. And to bring two teams that are at least four hours apart from us into our arena uh, to play on the level of which they played, it was exciting. But there was a definite disconnect. We enjoyed the hockey, but it was very difficult to decide who to root for. And although we could enjoy it, I think the next night when the Spud Kings played in that same building, the energy was just so much different. And I chalk that up to the fact that we have become to love the Spud Kings. Uh, but I, I know that any team that is rooted here in Idaho Falls would get that same attention. Loyalty, loyalty. We, uh, we become loyal to the team that we see most, uh, most frequently, I think. So I, I agree with you a thousand percent. And perhaps that would be a good topic to have in one of our future podcasts. Loyalty to the home team and is Idaho Falls and East Idaho in general ready for the next level of uh, hockey? I think we are. I think we are too. But that's just wishful thinking on my part. Now the ISU Bengals did not play they will be playing this coming Saturday and we'll have the uh, all the highlights on the next uh, podcast. And speaking of ISU, we had a very interesting uh, evening with uh, ISU head coach Sean Gardner and four of his team captains. I think that the realistic approach that coach Gardner has uh, taken with his team is admirable. George, you're correct. He had some great things to say. Why don't we take a moment and drop right into that conversation? We're coming up on uh, almost a month since the season started. Yes. You started in Utah. You came home, had a wonderful homestand, uh, two incredible games. One of your players had a hat trick the first night, first uh, hat trick of the season and of the program. We, it was it was really a great start, and, and thank you for having me here. Um, so our opening night, uh, Christian Neto had a hat track hat trick plus one, uh, and Dusty Gardner had a playmaker. And if you're not familiar with with hockey, a playmaker is three assists in one game. Uh, followed that up with Saturday's game, 
uh, we had a hat trick by Gabriel Lopez. So we actually had a, a hat trick each night of our opening stand. So you must feel pretty good about the opening uh, stand. I feel really good about things to this point. After our start in Utah, and our start in Utah was rough, uh, we, got, we got beat handily by Weber State and then beat handily the next day against Utah State, even though we played much better. But the team has just progressed. Every time we get on the ice, they get better. Every time we have a game, they get better. Things are working better. Um, everybody is positive and upbeat, and they're making it a lot of fun. So the team has improved. How do you see the game against uh, Utah State this week here at home? The team has improved dramatically. Um, I, I've gone back and reviewed the Utah State game, watched the live stream of that, and watched a game between Utah State and Utah Valley. And with the way our boys have improved, um, I just feel like we'll give them a lot better game. And, and that's all I can ask. As long as we go out there, we're competitive, we make a better game of it, we have success. If you had to evaluate the season, we're only four games into it. You're two and two. What would you say is the, uh, the greatest accomplishment so far? And how do you see the season further down the line? I feel like the greatest accomplishment at this point is just the fact how well this team has come together, how well they have gelled, how well they're playing together. Um, they're all positive. They're really supportive of each other. They're great in the locker room. They're great on the ice. They're great on the bench. And I think just coming together in a tough situation, and, and I've said this before, but it's the truth. I, I'm taking these guys and just throwing them right to the hazard. One thing that was noticeable during the uh, opening games here at home is that they've been well coached up to this point. You have players with tactical awareness and uh, obviously a good foundation on the basics of hockey. So now that you have them all together, what do you do to make a team out of these individual players and improve Uh, they're playing in, and, and mold them into a system, whatever system you've chosen to, to follow. Well, they all are great players, and they all have great skills. They all understand the game well. It's just really it's time on task. Them getting used to each other, knowing each other's tendencies. We coach and we like, you know, we give them things we'd like them to do, things we'd like them to work on it. But a lot of it is just them building chemistry, them being hockey players and coming together and playing hockey and having fun in the process. They're making history. Yes. Now history evolves. You have another season coming up in less than a year. How is the recruiting? Are you finding that players are seeing your program as an attractive program to join and to help develop? We are just starting the recruiting process now. Um, I made a, a very nice contact on Saturday. A gentleman contacted us that had a, uh, has a pipeline into Minnesota hockey. He's, he's basically a, a hockey advisor for families and he feels he can send us players. Um, we'll start looking at junior programs around. They have players who are aging out. And this year we're, we're going to be head and shoulder above where we were last year at this time, because we have a program, we have a team we're playing. Last year, we're going out trying to recruit players on an idea. 
Now we have a team. When you and I spoke for the first time, I think I mentioned the fact that you have players on the ice and you have a program has to be a winning season in and of itself. That is definitely true. Just the fact, the way these guys have come together. And, and I always like to make sure I put the focus where it belongs. And that's on the guys who are out there, you know, recruiting other players. They came in, Dusty started it. He brought in, you know, he brings, keep, brings in the additional captains. They bring in additional players. That's what has made this happen. Um, these, their work, their dedication is what's going to make this team go. How has the reception of the program been by the, uh, the community in general? I feel like it's been great. The community has embraced this. Uh, we get a lot of support. We get a lot of positive feedback. Eastern Idol has not seen a lot of hockey at this level. And I think people are really excited to come out and support the team. Coach, congratulations on what you've achieved so far. And uh, we wish you all the best during this season. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you, Coach. Andre, after we spoke to Coach Gardner, you had an interesting roundtable. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about it? We were lucky enough to sit down with the four captains of ISU Bengal Hockey. This conversation allowed us to get to know them a little bit better and learn why these four guys are leaders both on and off the ice. I think the best part about being an ISU Bengal has been being able to get to know so many students on campus because it's not quite as big as a lot of other colleges out there. It's 20,000 students, give or take. So it's been great getting to know so many guys here at college and, and getting to see the same students like from class to class. So you get to build those relationships and, and learn with the same people. But then having a team like this, it just makes it even better. I mean, it brings that already tight-knit campus a little bit closer and get to meet great guys that we got here. And you can't beat it. So it's got to be the relationships that I've made with, with students and teachers has been my favorite thing about being an ISU Bengal. Christian, when you're taking your classes and you hit something that's a little more difficult, how do you study for those tests, those exams, and learn those principles? Uh, best way that I take about studying for different tests and things like that is uh, if I'm struggling a little too much, I will always go to classmates. Because like you were saying earlier, as it being a very tight-knit campus, uh, me being a freshman, I have multiple classes with multiple of the same people. And so I can keep going to these classmates of mine and asking them for help, and we'll create a little study group ourselves and be able to work through these problems, work through these tests, just because everybody is friends with everybody. It all creates a very easy and outgoing atmosphere among the campus. Cool. I'm just going to move down the line. Clayton, um, did you start skating? Um, I started skating when I was about 10 years old. Yes, I used to ski race. Blew out my knee. Oh. Had to stop, and I decided to pick up hockey. Interesting. Well, it was the next year, but, okay. you know, same thing. So, Kendall, when you started, did you have any experience skating beforehand, or did you just jump right in? Well, let's see. When I first started playing, it was sort of like learn to skate for little kids, whatnot. But I, I got into hockey thanks to my brother, since he had played all through his life, going through high school, and... I was about four, I think, when I finally got laced up and got to try it out, and I fell in love with it. And I've been playing ever since. Yeah, for sure, man. What, what brought you down here? What made you decide that you wanted to play a couple seasons down here at ISU? So, you know, um, 
I started off this winter and I was planning to go into the workforce, get started young, make some real money. Um, got a call from a couple of good guys, went out to a couple of good skates with the team, and I started realizing that I couldn't quit quite yet. So I, I spent a couple of years playing juniors beforehand, and just the idea of not playing anymore was just grinding down a little bit. And so good timing, good people, makes a good, good team. Now we've got another good guy here. Can't beat it. Yep, so this is for both Christian and Clayton. What do you guys think of our first week in the games where, other than the outcome, just playing at a higher level with actual men instead of children and men? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, if I had to compare it, because I played on both sides of the country, um, the physicality... I would say was about the same from what I was used to playing in Idaho, playing in California. Um, but the skill level is kind of where I saw a massive change because the skill level when I was playing over in Massachusetts was all very high. But like I said, they, they weren't really much of a physical kind of program out there. And then I came over here and the skill level is the exact same with a much higher level of physical play. And so it kind of became harder to adapt. Um, but having a couple years of juniors under my belt kind of helped me out a little bit. And so I'm trying to just use my experience to be able to help out our new players that are just now stepping into after high school hockey. Very good. I definitely agree with that. Um, other than the outcome of the games, I would say the step, I mean, even that one day difference, the step between Friday night and Saturday night, it was a whole different team that we were working with. Um, and so I'm, as we've seen so far, I think that's going to be a very common theme with these guys is getting together a lot more, skating more, working as a team is going to change us a lot. Um, but honestly, for what it is, I mean, the teams we were playing had more guys watching the game than we had on the bench. And so uh, with that difference there, I think we still are going to be able to compete towards the end of the year. And I think those scores are going to start changing for the better. So. Yeah, we know Utah State ain't going to be the same score next time we play. That's for sure. <laughs> Kendall, what are some of the strengths you've seen from ISU hockey through the first couple of weeks or months? I will say that <laughs> just bad. from what I've seen, probably one of, the, one of our bigger strengths is just how close we are as a team. I haven't seen anyone get really nasty with anyone. I haven't seen any sort of clickiness that I've seen with other teams. It's just one one unit we're all I think we're all pretty friendly with each other no bad blood that's definitely a it's a huge concept with building a team and being able to improve week after week it's just a bunch of guys hanging out really yeah um, that's really what it is we just go do our school work and go play hockey with each other in our off time that's great Oh, and yeah. like you were saying, the dynamic in the locker room is different from every team I've seen. Mm. I'm sure every team any of us have seen. Uh, nobody is mad at each other. Everybody's always happy and giving out tips and pointers to each other. I mean, we're, we're all there to win. It's very evident. Let's talk about the coaches, guys. Dusty? Absolutely. So we got Coach Sean Gardner, who's man on the bench as the head coach. We've got Coach Eric Netto. We've got Coach Curtis Mahoney and Coach Mitch Craven all who bring really a wealth of information and knowledge about the sport. I mean, 
you know, Coach Sean Garter used to work with Idaho Steelheads over in Boise and spent a lot of time watching their games and being involved with those guys. And I don't think he gives himself enough credit for what he really picked up out there and what he learned. I mean, then, you know, we've got Coach Eric Neto and, and Clayton, you've got more experience with Neto, so I'll let you talk a little bit more about him. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, Eric Neto, I've, he's been one of my coaches my entire career from when I started up until the end of high school. And he's back on the bench for me this year again, and it's been great. Uh, he brings a level of enthusiasm and that pick-me-up energy to the team that when you're on your last legs and you're dying and we're getting skated just to get our legs under us, you hear him in the back of your head and it just pushes you that last, that last 10 feet, that last 20 feet, whatever you got to get to. Um, I think Christian can elaborate on him and Mitch a little bit better as well. Well, I mean, with Eric Neto, I might have a little bit of bias towards him. Um, <laughs> a little bit? Just a little bit. Okay. Uh, he does scare me a good portion. <laughs> so that's where a yeah. little bit of that bias kind of falls <laughs> off. But I think he scares everybody just a little bit. You're definitely not wrong about the whole energy <laughs> aspect coming out of him. Uh, he is the loudest human being I've ever met in my life. But... It is in the best way possible. He knows how to bring a team to the next level without having to worry about like the skill level of the team. He just infuses them with so much happy, positive energy that they are able to jump leaps and bounds and play at whatever level he needs them to play at. Um, and I mean, the same thing can really go for Mitch Craven as well. Uh, that man uh, has brought in such a well of knowledge that he is able to distill upon all of the players on the team. I mean, he's taught me multiple things already and the season's just started. Mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of that is probably coming from his Utah playbook that he's able to kind of sneak under the table to us, but uh, that's besides the point. So I think... He might uh, be cheating for us a little bit. That's okay. Maybe. Maybe a couple dollars <laughs> under the table here and there, but... Uh, what I'm honestly really surprised with is how well Curtis Mahoney has been doing with our goalies. Mm -hmm. And I know Kendall loves shooting on our goalies in warm-ups and then prior to the games. So. Well, trying to shoot on our goalies. Trying to shoot on our goalies. I mean, at least I'm not like Gabe and just rip a puck right at, I think it's Reed's head. Or no, it's Braxton. <laughs> just right hard. out of the gate, straight to the face. First puck right to the <laughs> Well, I'm sure you guys are very well aware, but we're kind of making a trend-setting movement now with being the first collegiate team in southeastern Idaho. What have you guys thought about that? Well, I mean, some might even call it history. Like, it's a huge step for Pocatello, it's huge for, for the area, and it really infuses just more hockey into the area. I mean, you know, this is a sport we've all played, we've grown up loving. I mean, it's really impacted all of our lives so thoroughly. So it's really a blessing to be able to give that that opportunity to so many people, whether they're getting to play or whether they get to just watch and be a part of it. And I think that's something else that ISU has done super well at. We've really been able to get out there in the community and meet a lot of people, like during games, after games, you know, much to coaches to stay in the course. I'm sure they'd rather us be focused, but, but we get to meet so many people and it's such a blessing. Like my buddy Christian here, he scores a hat trick first game <laughs> at home, right? And then he gets to take a picture with the guy who threw him this hat right here on his head. <laughs> and what a unique experience. I mean, you just can't find that anywhere else. I don't know what your guys' thoughts are, but really it's such a unique and wonderful opportunity. Oh, yeah. You know, um, this will now be the second team for him and I that um, will be a first-year team. 
and it's it's something unlike any other experience. I mean, you get to you get to see people cheering for you because they don't know they don't know who you guys are. They don't know there's not been people before us. It's not like they're going, oh yeah, this player's coming back. This player's not like it's it's everybody wants to learn your name, and it is something out of a movie. I mean, it is one of the most exhilarating feelings in the world, especially with the arena we have. I mean, it is it is amazing. I will so. say we are extremely lucky that this area has accepted us so much because mm -hmm. I mean I've seen first year programs all over the country average 20 fans you know yeah. and we're way above that marker and it's just a huge thank you to the town of Idaho Falls and Pocatello being so accepting and so enthusiastic about ISU hockey it's very helpful for us I mean it makes us want to play even harder faster stronger and gives us a better reason to look for wins uh, i'd say just with the spud kings they've i think they opened the eyes of a lot of people where it's like oh wow hockey's actually really cool but with us it'll be nice to hear people say wow college hockey is just unbelievable and it'll be nice to see people wanting to watch us more and more and try to get into that so where do you see this going, guys, next two, three years? Like, what do you, what do you guys want to see this program become? Natties. First at Natties. Absolutely. Depending on how we play, play our cards, get the team going, get some good guys on our roster, Natties next year even. What about you, Christian? What's your big goal? What do you see this team becoming? Um, in about five years, I really just want to see this as a pinnacle – point in Idaho hockey. I want people, I mean, not just from Idaho, I want people from all around looking at Idaho State and kids who are graduating, I want them to have Idaho State hockey as a team that they're striving to play for. I want Idaho State, which I do think will happen, to be a end point for a lot of players' uh, competitive hockey careers, or maybe even a propeller to push them on to go play semi-pro hockey or pro hockey. I just, I really do think that this club will turn into such a high-level pinnacle point of hockey that will turn great players into greater players. Oh, and building off that, down the line, might even become an NCAA program, which would be huge. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, how many NCAA programs does ISU have now that are pretty successful in the past? I mean... This is just another stepping stone for them. And like Christian was saying, it'll people when I was younger, I had look I had high school to look forward to. After high school it was, okay, what state am I gonna go to? What part of the country am I gonna be in to play hockey? And now having both the Spud Kings and ISU, you have this stepping stone from high school to juniors to college hockey that I think is gonna take some players. I mean, I'm seeing it now. I was I was at a skate on Monday. There are some twelve year olds that are better than most of the guys I've ever you? Well, yeah, <laughs> obviously, obviously. But there are some 12-year-olds that were walking around, a lot of the guys out there. And so having those guys that young, that good, now they have something to strive for. They have multiple teams after high school that they can look at and go, okay, this is what I want to do. And so I think that is going to be huge for the community. It's going to bring players in. It's going to bring coaches in. And I think every year it's just going to grow upon itself, be great. 
And I think that captures the vision perfectly. I mean, we want this to be a place that the community can find, I guess, some joy and some pride in. Because that's really what we're here for. We're here for the community. We're here to bring everyone a little closer together. And, you know, you know, maybe it is just through hockey, but whatever helps bring people together, find some happiness, spend time with each other. I mean, that's what it's all about. So I don't know what you guys think, but I think just being a part of this community, especially where it's already such a tight-knit community, just a great opportunity and something to look forward to. Well, it's been a lot of growth these last couple months for us, but something that really, I guess, makes me proud to be a Pangle, the happiest Pangle moment for hockey these last two months has got to be down in Utah State. We're playing Logan. I mean, and they're they're good, right? They're they're an established program that have been there for a while, and and we got a break, and Adam Ellis scored our first goal, and I was lucky enough to be on the ice for that. I know Clayton was as well. I mean, you know, it's it's one thing to score, like to be a part of like a player's first goal and to see him succeed, but to be a part of like the program's first goal, I mean, that's just huge. So I guess that would be the moment in my mind, not only Adam scoring the first goal, but taking that momentum and taking that energy and realizing, Hey, this team has no quit. This team's going to play all three periods. Like it just, it's hard to explain how it makes you feel. It's just, just a level of pride in the team that you can't find anywhere else. Thank you for joining us on this podcast of Crashing the Net. On behalf of Andrea Todd, I'm George Mena. This is the Idaho Hockey Network.